You need to bring more women for your husband. Trust me, the moment you accept this, your life's gonna change. Men need more than one woman and men crave more than one woman. See, the thing is, we don't wanna say this to ourselves. We prefer to this say, I'm so enough, unsafe. but it has nothing to do with you. As a matter of fact, when you understand this and have this real talk with your husband, when you understand this, the bond you have with your husband will be unbreakable. I like what you're saying, though. Look. You need to bring- Hi. His. Now, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that video, I I, I swear I thought we were being trolled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I still I still slightly think uh -oh. that we're being trolled. Why? Because it's culturally, we're just nowhere near that, right? Okay. So, what I, what, so I do what I do, because, you know, I, I did a semester of Islamic studies, so I started talking to people, you know, across the world years ago, and I realized that a lot of times that, to get understanding, we should go to the source. Now, that video that was played, that is Marriages Halal on TikTok. Uh-huh. Shout out to her. Yeah, y'all go and follow it. Um, it is good. It's, it's, it's inspirational at times. Okay. Um, but to, I, I'm still not sure if we're being trolled. <laughs> I, 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 like, I almost think that we're being baited, lured mm. in, and then she's just going to keep saying more and more ridiculous things, and then that'll just prove that men are actually... Misogynistic and show. However, we have someone to give us some insight. We do allegedly. have someone to give us some insight. Are you there, ma'am? Yeah, All right. Can you hear it in the. Uh huh. Go ahead. All right. So, what I did is I called a Muslim woman in a Muslim country across the world. I sent her the video. And I. So, <laughs> let's, let's just start with. At first, I thought we was being trolled. I had to get the information. So, baby girl. I'm calling you, since you're a Muslim woman in a Muslim country. After watching this video, is it real or are we being trolled? Oh, of course it goes out. People gonna think we're lying. People gonna think we're lying. All right. No, just lying. Though, no. Okay. So wait, wait. I, I, I think I think it broke up. Are is is this is this real or are we being trolled? No, you're not being trolled, Tori. All right, we're not being trolled. So this is... Well, mm -hmm. yeah. I just want All to right. say this. This woman is real. <laughs> they are here, out there. This kind of... Now, my, y'all don't even know what this is yet, so I'm just playing it. They're okay with having more than one wife, two, three, four wives. They cool with having and four wives. Actually, go out there and choose for their men a wife. Damn. See, I don't even know what they said. Together, I tr I paraphrase. The same place, maybe different departments in the same building. Damn. This kind of stuff. And there is some kind of men who are not women. I mean, who are not uh, like willingly accepting it, accepting this more than one wife. Okay. They have no choice. You're still going. So they play it cool. They play it cool. Now. I guess. Still going? Yeah. If you ask about my opinion. She giving her opinion? Uh -oh. Good men. <laughs> who uh -oh. respect she her is a little bit of a feminist. And they treat her very good. <laughs> and they had a conversation. She's like, she like a kind of Eastern feminist. Different from Western. Deserve it. She said good men deserve this. Woo! All right. So the point is, this is how it goes over there. She says, okay. So she and I had a conversation before I came in. Okay. So she says that this is normal. Now, she was like, this is more of the old way and not so much of the new way. Mm. All right. But the conversation we had, and I, want, I need her to say it in her words, because in my words, you know, you could just be like, ah, oh, he's lying. But what she told me was that she was like, this, the, younger, the younger generation of women, right? And younger generation of women are women my age and, and younger. Because, like, okay. she, she's in her late 30s. Okay. She was saying that. Shout out. Yeah. She was saying that, like, the younger generations, um, they do not like this because the men do not treat their women well. Okay. So then I asked her the question. So I was like, all right. So if your man treats you well, I was like, does he get this? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. I don't have no problem with that. I wanted y'all to hear that in her words, though, because y'all going to think that I'm lying. Tell her to send us a voice memo, because I need to hear this. Because here's my thing. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my homeboy. I ain't going to throw Jamar under the bus. But 
<laughs> I was having a, a conversation with Jamara, and my thing is always like, what is the benefits of being a good man? Now, I have to take this to Jamar because when I talk to Mike about it, Mike always reminds me, you don't get rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do. All right, that's great. Let me tell you what these dudes, my mom told me at brunch, she had listened to our podcast if it wasn't cursing. My dad goes, yes, because bleep, insert your mom's name. Probably don't want to hear us cussing all the time, too. Okay. And you know, and to be Whatever. fair, but you know, to be fair, in 2023, I do want to cut cut back on the cursing. Okay. Have we cursed yet? No, nah, not yet. We, we haven't cursed yet. Because honestly, this pod needs to be heard, and sometimes we do go a little overboard because we do be, you know, some sometimes maybe too sauced up. And, <laughs> but and when we, y'all make us mad though, we're gonna have to And we and we are sometimes, you know, we, we are too casual. Which which is good because I think that's why people listen. Yeah. But no, I mean I we do should we definitely should cut back on the cursing because I think these are conversations that like we really need to have in our community. Facts. So going back to it, I want to know what what do men, good men get? Like, yo, I do my job. I go to work. I go home. Um, oh, nothing. Good good men in this country <laughs> receive absolutely positively nothing. Right. And so I what's think, the benefits of being a good dude? Well, I, the benefits of being a good dude is the bad things don't happen to you, right? So you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't have three baby mamas and three child supports and <laughs> three kids that are 600 miles away from each other, mm. right? So it's being a good man right now in this culture is more of avoidance of punishment than it is gratitude mm. or any types of gifts, you know, of appreciation. Because no matter what women want us to believe or what they say, oh, this is a male's face anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even, Black dance club. Not even worried about getting yeah, yeah. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um, but despite what women want us to believe, they love the bad guys, the dudes who ain't no good. I mean, they pretty much let you know that in when you like thirteen. Well, so okay, I'm gonna agree, but then I'm gonna disagree. Right? Okay. Because I so because I just had the same conversation with another pod mate. We'll have them here on February 12th. Shout out. And, shout we'll, out. and we'll probably talk about this um, in that fireside. But so we was talking, and one of the things that he said is that, um, you know, as a good dude, he was like a lot of times when he's with the woman and then he wants that extra stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He was like that, you know, a lot of women, it's like, nah, that's, that's those are things that I want to do with a guy that I don't care about. Right. Wow. Whoa. Well, but but I mean, but that's 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 not an unnormal conversation, normal. right? Like, yeah, you know, if, if you're a man that that they don't really care about, then yeah, you get to have the threesome. You know what yeah. I'm saying with her and her best friend. But her husband, hell nah, no, right? Like, did nothing. It's not happening. So there there is something to be said twice a month. There is something there is something to be said about being a good dude and not being able to get you know. The, the crazy rewards, right? Yeah. You know, the perverse awards, if, if you want to call it that. But I do think that where men mess up at is that men try to be good men for women, right? Mm. Instead of being good men for themselves. Okay. So when it goes back to creating that standard for yourself, right? We talked about standard, I think, last season, right? Like, the standard isn't for everybody else. The standard is for you. That's facts. Okay. Once you create that standard for yourself where you're like, yo, I'm just this type of man – I believe it makes it easier as a man to now seek out, right? Not even demand, but seek out the things that you really, really want and desire. Mm, well, it can't be a wife um, because shout out to, I won't say her name because, you know what I'm saying, I don't want you to be mad at me, Shorty, but you know, we did that. Um, it was a post on Facebook. And speaking about men wanting what they want, um, a young lady had made an original post, and basically it said, um, don't let a man tell you what he wants in a wife when his mom when he wasn't raised by one. <laughs> and when I originally when I originally saw this comment, this post, I laughed just like how Mike just laughed. It was hilarious to me, like bust out laughing. Um, and then I I clicked on the girl who I follow. I clicked on her thing, and it was nothing but chicks. Yes, girl. Yes, exactly. How could he? And I was just like, dang, where's the logic in this post? Well, this is the thing. I, see, I think I think we spend way too much time going back and forth with women online. I do not argue with women online in 2023. Yeah, I think we spend way – because our thinking is different. But I believe that as men, we've been placed in the space where – let me let me just say this. You, you can clip this and piss everybody off. Okay. Um, there's it. way too many men out here with their grandfather's last name. So they think like their moms mm. instead of thinking like their dads. Mm. So 
a lot of the behaviors that we have, they look like grown men. Mm-hmm. You know, they have good grown men jobs. They have children. They they quote unquote seem like like grown men. But when it comes to just that place of of sacrifice that most men have, mm-hmm. like most 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 men, old school men. Maybe y'all don't think about this in new school men, but most old school men would have this place of sacrifice where they know that as a man, as a father, as a dad, as a granddad, you know, I'll go without so everybody else can go with. Mm -hmm. With a lot of the new age men, there's this level of selfishness that men have where they want to go back and forth and talk about, you know, what somebody could do for them. And matter of fact, this 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 is a good place to hop into the value conversation. Because okay. I think that a lot of us have misconstrued what it means to be valuable or what it means to have value, right? We keep looking at at someone else, right? Uh-huh. So let me tell you what value is. This is the definition of value. The regard that something is held to deserve. Okay. The importance, worth, or usefulness of something, right? Uh-huh. So this is the two parts that you got to understand about value, right? Value is either rarity or it's utility. Okay. So as a man, if you're saying that you are a valuable man, are you a rare man? Mm. Right? So if you are 6'2", perfect complexion. Okay. <laughs> whatever's perfect to <laughs> you. Yeah, whatever's perfect or to, to you. Her. Yeah, or to her. Yeah, or to her. <laughs> perfect dick size, $300,000 a year. Okay. No kids, highly educated can race motorcycles, can ride horses, mm-hmm. ma- master archery. You got to speak multiple languages. Multiple languages. They love that. You know, you was former special operator and, you know, special boat service in the UK. Absolutely. Right? Like, if, you are, if you're that rare, yeah. all right, you're special. Facts. All the rest of us? We regular. We regular. <laughs> We're average, right? <laughs> so most of us aren't going to have that, right? So that means that the second thing that a man has to have is utility. Facts. And most of us don't have utility. And this is why I always preach, like, you have to practice hypergamy. Because hypergamy means that you are providing utility. It's not me saying that, like, yo, you should just date a woman and spoil her and, you simp. know, just have a kill. Yeah, you know, yeah. be a simp. Right, no, you should have utility, man. Whatever a woman needs in her life, you should be able to provide. You should be able to put shit together. You should be able to, sorry, first curse word. I'll put a dollar in the square draw. There we go. <laughs> but, you know, like, whatever whatever it is that she needs, right? Like, you know, in the bedroom, she gets exactly what she needs. If she doesn't feel like cooking, I know this is going to sound like I'm, I'm I'm pandering. I'm not, right? But as a man, would you not – Would you, how how amazing is it as a man is if you can make an omelet? If you are a chef, mm. right? Like, how how amazing you, – you walk into a woman's kitchen, right? You spent the night over there. You walk in the kitchen. You look at what she has in the fridge. And you're like, okay, she got some eggs. She got some bacon. You got some leftover rib meat. You know what is that back there? The spinach. She got some tomatoes. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make some omelets real quick. Oh, look at that. She got pancakes up here. Let me throw these pancakes on real quick too, right? And it, like, like how, how, how different are you from every other guy that's came over there now? Cause me, I'm sneaking out at three. <laughs> Of course you are. <laughs> but I'm Eric. I am reformed. Yo, I want to welcome everybody to the Black Dads Club. Welcome um, back. Welcome back. We took a couple weeks off. Mike was busy. I was busy. First was week busy. of the year, man. Everything was crazy. We are definitely, you know, back in the building. Facts. Hey, push the 10,000 subscribers this year. So that means that we're going to need audience participation. Absolutely. So, um, and we're going to have an actual audience participation thing at the end. Um, we're going to be calling y'all. We're going to be inviting y'all on. Um, please, if you want to come on the show, you want to come on the episode, we, we can send you a link. But you better be ready because it's only me between you and Mike. And Mike <laughs> is aggressive. Um, please make sure you follow us on Apple, Spotify, everywhere. I took an anger management classes. I am not as aggressive as I used to be. That is true. And I have stories, but I'm not allowed to share them. <laughs> not allowed Because to Mike thinks that I like to throw people under the bus. Gavin absolutely loves to throw people under the bus. I only like to throw Ez and Jamar under the bus. Everybody else... It's good. All right. Where you want to start at today? Ed Reed or Shannon Sharp? Where are we going? You know what? Let's start with Ed Reed. Um, Ed Reed is no longer at Bethune-Cookman. I don't think he was ever there, was he? He, yeah, he got fired before he started the gig, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, I don't know what to think about this Ed Reed situation. Um, from my understanding, hold on, Laws is in here. Laws, ain't Bethune-Cookman a, a, a Christian school? Is it Christian? All right, if you um for those who somebody fact checked at us, uh fact check that put 
Yeah, I think it is. I think it is a private Christian school. It's a HBCU, as probably most of y'all don't know. Um, every uh, Hall of Famer, amazing, played for the Ravens. Um, I think Bethune Cookman was about to get something great simply because you know we got a couple of people that are going. Well, I mean, the Hall of Famer. Yeah. When, when, and when do and when not do just those any Hall of Famer? When do those programs ever have access to these type of athletes? All right, and the answer is never. Never. Right? Like, so I'm I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in everybody. Okay. Right? Let's go down the line. Who right. dis- well, right. I mean, you know, Ed Reed should have known what he was getting himself into. Because it's an HBCU or because it's a private Christian school? All the all the answers are above, <laughs> right? Like like Methodist. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is Christian. He definitely should have known. Yeah, so so these institutions, like for every reason that's above, you know, for one. For two, I think that I think sometimes we come into black spaces way too casual, you know, than what we should, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, what you saw at Jackson State, I doubt if you will see Dion do it at University Colorado. of Colorado. Yeah, no, you right? So, so I, I, I definitely think that we come into our spaces way too casual. Now, that's not to say we should be business, but I, I do think that we're way too casual. And we know that these these spaces do not have resources, right? So this is what Ed Reed, from my point of view, Ed Reed is a very well-connected man, right? He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's been a millionaire for a very long time. Uh, while making your money in, in athletics is different from making your money in business, he has access to the business world. Mm-hmm. So when he took over Bethune-Cookman and the facilities was crap, like you should be able to reach out to the owner of the Ravens and say, hey, I need you and three of your buddies yeah. to, to – to donate so we can redo our whole facilities down here. Write this off. Write this off, right? Like how you wrote off Ray Lewis, uh, the person who helped kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and, I, and, and so that's, that was my disappointment. It's like, why don't we use the resources, right? Like, we'll, we'll, mm. like so Dion to go to Jackson State, and then we'll be looking at, you know, Robert Smith and David Stewart and Oprah and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll be looking at these people like, oh, why don't y'all donate to Jackson State? Yeah. That, that, like, I can't curse. The heck with that, <laughs> right? Like, no, you should. Be, we should be able to reach out to Jerry Jones and be like, "Hey, I'm here at this school. I need you to. I need you to build. You know, the Jerry Jones Memorial Gymnasium here. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Facts. Use your access to your to your networks. So, again, I don't really think. I think because our community lacks black leadership, we lack black think tanks to kind of figure out the answers of the things that we look to. What does a win look like? Mm. Um, my thing is, <clears throat> I didn't go to HBCU. I always say I should have. Uh, I should have went to A&T. And I, I've been thinking about it lately. Shout out to my boy, Jamar. He graduated from A&T soon. Um, I think we all should graduate from A&T. We graduated from Charlotte. Same amount of money. Same amount of money. Shout out to Laws, who actually made the right decision from Charlotte, went to A&T, and graduated. But we should, um, yeah, we should all be A&T alumni. But absolutely. we didn't know. We didn't really, we didn't really, really know. I ain't understand. But, um... I do believe there's a conversation, and I'm tending to stay out of it because it is online and I see it being happening. Um, there's a conversation to have about, like, the real issues at HBCUs in their sports, sports programs. Um, me and you had a conversation yesterday, um, another athlete, and I'm not putting it on him because I never believed it from the start. But Bronny, LeBron James' son, announced his three schools. Uh, HBCU wasn't on there. Uh, Central – for certain was not on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And for me, it didn't that part didn't make news. Now, when Bronny and Mikey Williams and uh Master P son, who actually went there for one semester, and I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I forgot the other boy who went to Howard and left. Like those there was that big conversation maybe a year and a half ago, like, yo, HBCUs, we gotta go there, we gotta go there, right? Uh Percy Miller, Master P, pulled his son, said, yo, the facilities here is trash. Um, the boy who went to Howard left, said the facilities here were horrible. Yeah. Um, and then you look at it, Mikey didn't even go visit, you know, HBCU. He he went straight to Memphis, going to play on the black coach. And I imagine, I think, Bronny James probably heard that Duke is in Durham and thought, oh, well, the black school is <laughs> in Durham and – it's it's near Duke, and See, not realizing Duke. I mean, excuse me, not realizing Durham is in is the hood. Yeah, that that's probably definitely the case because I didn't know that Raleigh Durham was so different myself before I went over there. But Dur- Durham and Central is like right around the corner from each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's two different worlds. But 
I, I look. I do. Th- I do think that that there's one HBCU that has a chance to actually elevate, and I do think it's A and T because A and T is actually in the North Carolina school system system, which means they get the same funding there that you know Charlotte gets here, that mm-hmm. NC State gets in Raleigh. Uh, so I, I definitely think that A and T. Like I don't. I don't know why that school has not transitioned into that 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 athletic powerhouse bed. Yeah. Like if you can, if you can turn Duke University into a Division One competing school and winning school in basketball, you can definitely do the same thing at A and T. Yeah, I mean, but it's going to have to do with funding. People going to start giving money back. Well, yeah, um, they got it. They got it. But A and T has the alumni base. A and T has one of the best engineering schools. Yeah. Like A and T is actually a HBCU that, from everything that I can see from the outside, they do it right. Yeah, they do it right. So it's like <laughs> laws that they do it right. <laughs> Come on, don't put laws on the spot, man. <laughs> Yeah, so there we go. He said, "Yeah, according to the school, according to the um, school." <laughs> Shout we, out. we investigate ourselves. Yeah, there we, we go. We find no wrongdoing. <laughs> um, Mike has a problem. <laughs> Mike has a problem with Shannon Sharp. Unc, I stand by you. I did not have a problem with Shannon Sharp. I just said he was wrong. Like, like this is the thing. Oh I gosh. I try to stay consistent. Okay. Now you're gonna find like when the podcast blow up, people are gonna find like my old stuff. And they're going to take it out of context, and then they're going to match it with my new stuff, and then they're going to be like, see. And then I got an answer for it. Yeah, right? And it's like, no, no. Like, <laughs> when I when I get new information, I do change my point of view. Okay. All right. So, with Shannon, I immediately, I, I when I heard about it, I was just like, well, I mean, you know, Dylan Brooks probably being soft, um, you know, as we know Dylan Brooks to be. So, I was just <laughs> like, you know, Shannon's probably right here. Now, when I saw the video and I saw Shannon stand up and step towards the court, I was like, well, mm-hmm. nope. Now you're wrong. Yeah. Because that man is at work. Right, I don't care how you feel about Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. He's at work, and you do not step to somebody on that job. None of us would accept that type of behavior on our job. Um, if me and you were Shannon Sharp, we would be banned from any absolutely NBA game we would be before Abs- the refs cleared. The yeah, absolutely we would be. And I was like, "Yo, he's wrong for that." Because it, at the end of the day, you're sitting on if you're sitting on the court side, you got money, right? So Thanks. when Dylan Brooks when Dylan Brooks sent the fu back, all you had to do is just be like, "Man, whatever," right? And just you know. Move on from it. Yeah. Shannon decided to insert himself into that for for tonight. Now I don't know what Shannon dealing with. I know he had to deal with Skip a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he got this going on. I don't know how Shannon Woman is acting, but Shannon, you got to chill. You have to chill before you lose those Fox Sports seats. Because I know you ain't paying for them. Seats are expensive. I know Fox Sports paying for those. Look, don't mess up the bag. Do yeah. not mess up the bag. I, so I saw the video, and immediately what happened to me was um, what went through my mind is NBA players love to act tough. Yes. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's probably only – what's the boy who played for y'all with the braids? He looked kind of homeless. Oh, Jimmy Butler? Are you Donis? No, no, no. Both of them look homeless. That's funny <laughs> that you went there. Uh, no, he might not play – he used to play for y'all. He was like a black belt, like fourth-degree black belt. Oh, Johnson, I, I think his last name was um, – find him. Yeah. Anyway, him – Um. And I don't think there's nobody else tough in the NBA that I believe is tough. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, I mean, I mean um, dude, I most of these guys are athletes, man. So, Bro, most of them been playing AAU since they were 12, yeah. and they've been catered to since they was 12. So when they get tough, um, Jalen Rose have a thing. He was like, yo, the NBA is nothing but a hold-me-back league. Yeah. As a former player, he always <laughs> says, "It's yo, let me act tough, and I'm going to scream out, hold me back, so I don't have to fight, right? Um, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Is anybody if if you've ever played pickup, the worst person to play pickup against is a football player in basketball <laughs> because they are aggressive, like they like to put their hands on you, they grab, they push, they yank, they do not care, and they never call foul. So, um, football players are ready for those moments. It's almost like when you go to the club, the security guard, the bouncers are they look yeah. for fights. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, like they, to create they, yeah, they, fighting they, they, scenarios. Yeah, they're ready. But and so when I saw that, I said Shannon got to know better. But Dylan Brooks don't want to fight. And then my thing is, I looked at it because my laugh, my laughing party is, yo, um, if this was anybody else, you don't get to do that. Now, I did find it funny that Shannon gave an interview to ESPN allegedly during halftime. Um, now, the person who I looked at the craziest was John Morant's dad. Bro, you got to relax. Yeah, he has to. I mean, I, 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 think, I think we all know. Because I can hit you. I think we all know that that John Morant dad is living a little bit through his son vicariously because you know he, he was a hooper back in the day. He was. Uh, I think he played back there. Uh, he was in Sumter. So Ray oh, Allen was at Dazelle. He y'all go with South Carolina. Yeah, hey man, South Carolina hoops is like the best hoops in the. You country. think y'all better than North Carolina? And hoops and, and producing basketball players. In anything. 
Yes. Yes. And producing human beings. Now, the North Carolina education system is better than South Carolina. I give you that. And our food better. And our women better. Food is food is not better. Women. Uh it's a push. Oh my it's, god. It's it's a it's it's it is it is a push, man. Like, look, South Carolina women still if they're not hood, they're still soft and they still like really like catered to their men. Y'all can fight better. Oh yeah, yeah. We we brawl. I'm talking about the women. Oh yeah. The dudes too. Y'all like y'all willing to fight for anything. We dress better for sure. I'll give y'all dressing. I give y'all dressing. All right, we're gonna do a tally on who's better. I don't yeah, see I don't well, I don't take credit for everything in every place. Oh, but on the Shannon Sharp thing before we get oh, off of it. Sorry. Cause we about to make the no no, cause we about to make the same mistake that everybody else in America made. Mm. That video at the end, they actually all made made up at the end of that game. Facts. All of them made up. You know, like Facts. John Moran's dad and Shannon Sharp. What's there's hugging? a video of them out there hugging. So, I mean, again, they handled they mishandled it in the beginning, but at the end they handled it like men. And I and I really want us brothers to get to this point. Where we stop thinking that being tough is, you know, cool, ro- you know, cool, running up on somebody, drilling, like all these things. These are not these are not behaviors of uh, of yeah, us. Like they're, yeah. they're just not. They're, these are not our behaviors. And one of the favorite things before we hop of it, hop off of it. Um, I love how Shannon, when he was on Fox, even though I was talking trash in the group, one thing I did like um, on Undisputed, he said, "I hope Dylan Brooks and everybody." Here's my apology, just as loud as they saw the video. Yeah, he said, and I, and he said something. He said, years later, our grandkids and their grandkids are going to see that video, and I hope they also see this apology. Absolutely. Um, and he said, so for them now, but you know what? But let's let's hop. Let's using that ahead. though. Let's hop into this though. This is why, as men, our foresight has to be better than our hindsight. And and if you think about it for a moment. He would get no satisfaction by not saying anything, by sitting down, by not engaging Dylan Brooks, right? Like, we wouldn't even know of any of this, right? But he would also probably not get any satisfaction from any of that either, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, like if he was like, yo, you can't hold LeBron, and Dylan Brooks looked over there and was just like, yeah, F you. And he, said, and he just says nothing, right? He has to internalize that. So as men, we got to get to the point to where as we don't have to internalize or compartmentalize you know, anger all the time because someone has slighted us. That is a very huge problem in our community. Because if he says nothing, right, if he just like, oh, man, whatever, Dylan, like, it's, it's a game, chill, right? Mm-hmm. It's dead, and none of this happened, right? The apology never happened. The video of him stepping to the court never happened. We never have to look at him and John Morant's dad making up at the end. We don't have to look at four grown black men, mm-hmm. you know, almost make a fool of themselves. Because your foresight is better than your hindsight. As men, we have to get comfortable with doing the right thing and there's being a zero in the scorecard. We got to get used to that. Facts. Um, The internet had fun uh, with Lori Harvey having a new boyfriend. And I'm here to figure out why are they writing Michael B. Jordan saying, bro, you losing when Lori Harvey is unemployed. Dating a dude who's about to be off a of snowfall, who will soon be unemployed, <laughs> and Michael, Michael he has jobs lined up. I'm gonna say this about Lori. You better hope he got jobs. Lori, Lori knows he got jobs lined up. Uh, I don't think Lori go out there if he didn't have jobs lined up. I don't see this relationship lasting past when snowfall goes off TV. <laughs> snowfall is about to come on TV. It's the final season. So is this a publicity stunt? Absolutely. I've said this. I said in the group chat. I said you this every say time. It. You did say I've, it. I never believed that Michael B. Jordan thing. I think Michael B. Jordan was in love with her, man. Dude, he bought that house, bro. When you yeah, buy a man. house, you you ready, bro. Well, yeah, facts. And he's selling the house now. Poor, poor guy. And it's a nice house. <laughs> it's a really nice house. Um, it was funny because when I got um, when I bought my house, I had a choice between you don't really realize, like, yo, that house is $10,000 more or $20,000 more. It's really like $10 extra on your mortgage, yeah. right? So um, I'm looking at a house that's across the street from where I live at now, and it's a three-bedroom with its loft. And I don't think I could think about it like, yo, I could put my game out here. I could put everything. And my mom was looking like, yo, what you doing? And I'm like, this house is cheaper. It's like 15 grand less. And she was like, it don't matter. Like, Get the house you want. Yeah. And I remember I went into the house, not the house I'm in now, but the one right beside it because it was actually built. And I told them, I said, I want this house because if I ever have a family – yeah. I don't have to move houses. Facts. And I remember my dad came to me. He was like, which one of them girls out there in the front room 
you want to talk to. And I was like, what you mean? He's like, you don't say nothing like that. And then when you move into the house, yeah. it's three girls in the living room. Yeah. And you ain't trying to talk to neither one of them. My wife was sitting there. Your wife was sitting there? Yeah. So I was, but you know, she was just a shorty at work, allegedly. Uh, uh, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. You got to love, hey, y'all better stop these uh, work relationships. Um, shout out to my homegirl, Michelle. Uh, she told me to let the world know that she's looking for a man. She's pretty. Uh, she's tall. She said. Um, How tall is she? Uh, she like, if I had to guess, like five, six, five, seven. Ooh, um, legs. Le- yeah, she's super cool. She's about to buy a house. I don't know if she wants y'all to know that because she won't know uh, the dudes who just, you know, bounce from crib to crib. Uh, <laughs> she she told me this. She wants him tall. Uh, he has to speak at least two languages. Uh, she says she's willing to take a dad. And, you know, which is what I want to focus on. She has a child. Yes. And she says she really doesn't want a man with a child, but she's willing to talk to a guy with a child because she feels like she has to. And I explained to her about our conversation. I'm yeah. like, it's a couple of dads who don't want women with kids. And she was like, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to feel that way. No, look, you're allowed to want whatever it is that you want. But, but you do have to under, understand that when you apply filters – it's going to reduce <laughs> what you yeah, what you have. And I was like, yo, what you mean, bro, gotta be able to speak two languages? She was like, Well, I speak four. I was like, oh never she's mind. Four. Where's she from? I think she's from here. She just been everywhere. She's like, gosh, she speak four languages. Yeah, bro. You say oh. she cute? Yeah, she cute. Oh, my boo's gonna listen. Boo, I'm just I'm just asking questions. He just asking right. questions for the, the our for, listeners. for the audience. <laughs> it's uh a research and development. Um, but shout out to Shell. Um, <laughs> shout out to all the ladies who do tell me they looking for a man. I'm gonna start charging y'all to give y'all an ad placement on the podcast. Gosh, you know we we should definitely <laughs> we should definitely like get like a list of women that are looking for men and then go through the, all their criteria and then like blind date set people up. Absolutely. Now if it all goes bad and y'all gotta go to court, we have no. Oh yeah, you signed a waiver. Yeah, you, you ain't got nothing to do with that. Facts. Um, do do we want to talk about P Diddy? Yeah, you know, let's go hop into P. Diddy. Now, before we even start, I do not kink shame. Anybody from my church or listeners right now, go ahead and fast forward the next minute next, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't kink shame, but I do on piss. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not into that. Sorry. I'm never but this is the thing, right? There's a, ton, uh, there's a ton of things that that individuals are not into. Like, like I, I, I'll give you the biggest example, right? Okay. I'm not into cuckoldry or stag life, right? I'm not into it, but, okay. but, but I get it. I don't, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, man, you, you, you will punk you know punk ass b you know because you want to see your woman smash right like it ain't for me yeah but i'm not gonna sit here and talk ish about it and right like you know what how many women that are listening that if it was no judgment would be like yeah i would love if my husband shared me with somebody else right yeah i knew a girl who used to do that she was yeah. like yo me and my man to go out and he'll tell me the dude in the bar that he wanted me to leave with and I would bring them back to our crib. And yes, my man right. So, so it's it. like, so if we don't shame that and we understand it, then like, yo, well, water sport, water sports has been a thing. Water sports has been a forever. Thing. I right? Just don't click on what, it. Like, on the what site. did y'all think squirting was all this time? Uh, that's totally different. And that I'm is not that. totally different. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that. Okay. Into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look, look, I'm into that. I hope she hears me. I'm into uh, that. I'm just saying. She a, know. Yo, it's the same. Okay. So, knowing that, right, knowing that it's the same thing and how much men like that, do y'all think for one second that women do not want that back? Um. Oof, all right. Now you just transformed the whole question. No, oh, I, I don't know. Now, I do say this. I do understand there are certain things <laughs> that certain men of certain salary caps and certain salary uh, ranges they're into different things that I'm not into. So the girl who I knew who man used to get off on seeing his girl getting smashed by yes. another man, um, bruh had money. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you who he worked for because they're very known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. and if you in Charlotte, then you definitely know who I'm talking about. Um, but <laughs> bruh had money and she was bad. You've met her. Hey, man. You know who she is. I, the baddie. I got, I got a good. I got a pretty good idea. <laughs> Tall, light skin with nice, beautiful. Got hair. a pretty good idea. Stop giving <laughs> descriptions on air. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all I'm saying is that. All I'm saying is that. Welcome back, people from the church. I told you to fast forward. <laughs> all I'm saying is that church um, people into some weird stuff. Church people are definitely into weird stuff. But I, I, I need to go. I need to get my innocence when I go to church. Facts. I don't want to go to church and anybody looking at me with they, licking their lips. I want to go Facts. for the word. 
for the word and to get, um, and to get my recall comeuppance. But uh, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, look, I ain't mad if he did it. And if you like squirting, you should like that. That's all I'm saying. Next. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Young Miami, like, yo. Dude, it is a lot of women that are into this, all right? Yeah. Let me just say that. As someone that's been a practitioner of BDSM, I'm not saying that any of these things are my kinks, but what I can tell you is that I've been in a lot of communities. I've had a lot of conversations. Um, it ain't. It is not as unusual as you think. Facts. Um, I believe that. I, I definitely do. Be, being a person who's taking pictures of sex workers, <laughs> uh, they told me some of y'all kinks, and I wish one of y'all tell me you ain't into something. Yeah, I, it, I got the girl who you met. Yeah, it's, it's so. I, that's all I'm saying. Uh, Hunter Biden, uh, amazing. This guy never ceased to amaze me. Whether it's doing crack and it's on Reddit, whether it's, um, bro, just live on the deep end. Um, Hunter Biden is asking a judge, I forgot what state, to block a stripper from giving his baby his last name. Um, this is one of the rare times when you want to call somebody the N-word that's not. Like, this is N-word Oh, stuff. this is definitely N-word stuff. And he ain't black. And yeah. This is when well, N-words have never been off. black. Absolutely. <laughs> but they've always been a vile this color. Is, and if we could cuss, I would tell y'all what this is. Um, what's wrong with Hunter Biden, man? Uh, entitled. Like, uh, entitled. He does. He's doing tip. Hunter Biden is doing exactly what I would think the child of a rich person that was never held accountable child would be doing. Now, mm. I, now I'm gonna say this though. The last name thing. I don't think he's wrong. I, oh I, God. No, no. I don't. I don't think. Now he's an asshole for saying it. <laughs> but I don't think he's wrong though. Bro, you can't. Because, so, <laughs> and, this, and this is why. Because you know, in this pod, man, we 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 preach like, yo, we got to get away from bastard culture. Facts. We gotta get away from it, and 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 look. I know that we take the blunt of bastard <laughs> culture as black men. It's, it's it's not as you can see. It is not exclusive <laughs> to black men. This oh, is gosh. something that we have to work through in our country, man. Like we do have to get back to the point. Look, if you don't want to be married to somebody, you do not need to put a baby in them. Now, Hunter Biden went and stroked the stripper raw. This is a whole nother set of issues right here. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> that's but some people into that. No some people, shaming. some people, no kink shame. I'm not, I'm not kink shaming. But I send y'all crazy stories on Reddit every week. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I get it. I get, I get him saying that at the end of the day, um, that's his father's name. Now, I'll say this because <laughs> <laughs> not his name because he ain't really done anything except wrote his dad's coattail. But I don't, I, 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 I can see the case for. Keeping your name off of the baby that you had with a stripper. I cannot, uh, bruh, You laid in it. You came in it. You got to deal with what comes with it. Ooh. Okay. I got to look that up. That's bars, right? I should have been a rapper. You ever tried to rap before? Not really. Oh, Mike, Mike ain't fun. Let me tell you something. Mike is definitely the kid who I wouldn't have spoke to in high school because you ain't have fun. Didn't play. Didn't try to rap. Um, What else you ain't do? You was mean. Wait, wait. I, I didn't say I couldn't rap. I just said I never tried to rap. <laughs> I used to try to be a rapper back No, I never wanted to be a I rapper. I got bars. Um, Before we get... Before we get to the main topic, uh, I don't think I what the main topic is today. Something about flowers that you ain't like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me tell y'all something. Take y'all money out of Bank of America. <laughs> I, honestly. <laughs> I mean, where you gonna put it? Wells Fargo ain't much better. Yeah, and all the banks gonna be trying to pull all the, Yeah, all the banks gonna um, screw you over. I was definitely in my family group chat was like, yo, y'all money good. And I want to say my sister said her money was missing. Um, but I don't know my sister sometimes. Sometimes she be saying that to be funny. Um... <laughs> But Bank of America, hundreds of thousands of people woke up and money was missing. And why that's, you know, you say, oh, it's all insured. Uh, the insurance company does not cover overdraft fees. <laughs> so if your shit went in overdraft, you're going to have to pay those fees. No, nah, they're going to have to cover it. They they messed up. Bruh, I don't get how this happens. Uh, Hey, computer error. Everything, everything is digital, man. I mean, one fat finger. And all your all your information is gone. Database engineer puts a two in instead of a three. All your information is gone. What you think about um, what you think about this recession that's here coming? Everybody getting laid off. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it'll be short. I'll say that. Okay. I, I don't think it's gonna be long. Um, knock on wood. Like, yeah, the table. Time. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think it's gonna be short. I, I think it's gonna be a lot of cutting back and a lot of culling. And hopefully prices will come down, man. We we definitely need housing prices to come down. Facts. We definitely need grocery prices to come down. Eggs. So, oh my gosh. So hopefully um prices will come down a little bit. And then hopefully companies will increase wages. At some point, we gotta stop crony capitalism. 
and move into pure capitalism. And you know, and and on that note, a lot of y'all argue with me. I, I don't argue as much online as I used to because I'm getting older, man. Y'all be stressing yeah, me out. Facebook is never gonna be the same. <laughs> but we were having a conversation about um capitalism and how capitalism is evil, and people say that you know communism is better. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I that I actually mentioned to her, I was like, you know, I was, I was like, there's capitalism in the Bible, mm. right? Like when <clears throat> when they had to pay their taxes, right? Jesus told them. Rendering to Caesar things that are Caesar, right? They paid their taxes, mm. right? That's that's one part. Another part is when he, when he gave the parable about passing out the talents, right? Mm-hmm. The one that had one buried the talent. The one that had two went out there and he doubled his money, right? Which is capital. He made four. The one that had five, the one he gave five doubled his money. He had ten. The one mm-hmm. that had one buried it and brought it back to him, and he was just like, you know, hey, I know you work hard for this, Lord. Let me give you your money back. And what did what did what did the Lord do? He took he took the talent from the one that had buried it, right? The one that had saved it and didn't invest it. Uh huh. And and he didn't even give it to the person that had took it from two to four. Mm. He gave it to the person that had ten. Yeah. So if you don't understand that the laws of harvest and the laws of abundance, like these are universal truths and these are universal laws, then you're gonna sit here. You're gonna continually under, think that capitalism is evil. Capitalism itself is not evil. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. I love when they get that scripture. I don't, so Facebook. I don't. I don't want y'all to sit here and think that like sitting here and making more money is going to be bad. If I if I say like, yo, we need to make more money, we need to take care of our women. If you're a provider man, some of y'all aren't provider men. Some of y'all are partner men, <laughs> right? But you got to. But but I'm not saying it in a bad way. You got to find a partner woman. Like we have to partner ourselves up appropriately. We was um, and I'm not throwing anybody up under the bus. But we we were we were having a conversation where you know a young lady was just like yeah you know I want to be partners right mm-hmm. and she wanted to go meet the guy she wanted to go see him or whatever and we was like yeah you know you should you should go up there and go see the guy that you want to go see and then she was like well I will when he sent me a plane ticket and we were like er, that you just said you want to be a partner yeah well a partner means that you're gonna have to contribute you know equally in in this type of relationship so i think men that want to be partners right like if you want if you're a partner type man you got to find a woman that's going to understand it's like yo no honey i want to take care of this too right like i don't want you to take care of it i want to take care of it too partner men should be with partner women but if you are a provider man you can't be with a partner woman because she's going to continuously let you provide and then when it's time for you to do what what provider men do right which is like make final decisions Mm -hmm. she's going to be like "Eh." Nope, I want to partner on this decision. 50-50. <laughs> and it's like, so neither is neither is right or wrong, but if we don't start taking the time to like really, uh, what do you call it, make selection? If we don't really get better at make selection, we're going to keep it continually ending up in the space that we are. Facts. Um, what you want to talk about with these flowers, man? Mike don't want men to get flowers no more. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I didn't say I didn't want men to get any flowers anymore. Y'all don't never let me create my narratives. No, this is what I got to say, though, right? I saw this pod on a black male podcast. Not even black male podcast. Black male Instagram. And he was like, yo, I love flowers. And then it was just a bunch of photographs of men. You know, here you go. You can scroll through that. Don't, don't scroll through my pictures, though. The hell no. <laughs> but you can, scroll through, you can scroll through the flowers, right? But it's, just, it's, a, it's a bunch, because you're a photographer, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of men taking, you know. Pictures with flowers. Pictures with flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and my whole thing was like, you know, it's it's funny that this narrative comes out at the exact same time. Matter of fact, pull up TikTok real quick, so because I haven't looked at it. And it and type in soft life black man and see what comes up real quick, right? It's about to be funny. So... I just I just want to point something out to you guys. Okay. All right. So type in soft life. Mm-hmm. Does black men autopopulate? Nah, black women, black girl, and then black men. Okay. Now I want you to type in soft life white. It's just white woman. All white right. girl, white married. No, no, not white men. No, right? not at all. All right. Matter of fact, it's not pulling up. Yeah, it's not pulling up. <laughs> so so my question is, how are fact, we I get- tried to put it in and what came up was white men opinion on black men. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> so the point that I'm trying to make here is Gavin didn't know I was going to do that. Facts. It's just it's just that I know the system by now, right? Yeah. I see it. 
So when I see this narrative of black men taking pictures with flowers and they're like, oh, black men can take pictures with flowers and be soft, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you have the same thing that goes and it's like, all right, soft life black men and it shows, you know, black men just doing normal day-to-day things, things that I do every day. I make make a cup of coffee every morning. Mm -hmm. I sit down with a book every afternoon, right? But this mindset, what you got to understand is this, this is intentional programming and mindsetting, all right? It's the reason why TikTok, they call it heating. It's the reason why mm-hmm. TikTok heated black men's soft life. It's the reason why this black, this this, pod, this Instagram that I follow now, that now I got to go back and dig through all of their shit. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, it's $2 today on the pod. <laughs> now I got to go dig through all of it to see what kind of messaging are they trying to give black men. Mm. There's an old proverb, and the proverb goes, it is better to be a warrior in a garden than to be a gardener in a war. And mm. I don't think that black men understand right now that you are under constant attack. The reason why we pivoted this podcast, this is three seasons ago, right? Facts. The reason why we pivoted this podcast is because we saw that it was an, it, there was starting to be an attack on black male masculinity. Mm. And instead of us sitting here with the random with the random toxic stuff, which would be fun to talk about. I could sit Facts. here and talk about gender wars all day and it would be funny. But one of the things one of the things you have to admit when you come to this pod is that we talk to black men about the shit that we need to be doing. Three dollars. Sorry. Three. See when I get when I get upset? See? I know how to turn it off. <laughs> so code switching. Exactly. <laughs> but but do we understand that there is an intentional attack, right? Which is why we had to we had to establish the tenets of masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. Which are grace mercy and care and making sure that we understand that as black men we do need to make more money so we can change our mindset to come from a place of abundance instead of a place of scarcity that was the main topic that was that was the serious stuff i did not curse that time Mm -hmm. that i wanted to discuss today because it it really pisses me off that when you you go type in self life black men oh TikTok's run all that up right yeah. and all of our dumb asses you know run out here and doing the, you know the, the soft life black man thing but you can't even find it for no one else yeah no one else can you find this for and then not and then not only a week later it's like oh black men can have flowers and here's the thing I have nothing against flowers. My patio in the summertime is very, very green. I took horticulture in middle school. I'm from the country. I like yes. growing things. I would love to have a garden one day. One, one, the matter of fact, the, I think one, I think the most popular master class, not last year, but the year before master class, if any of y'all ever watched that, was a brother that was um, showing people how to grow stuff, right? Mm. So we have nothing against flowers, agriculture, right? It's like the huge part of the black male experience in the South. Facts. So 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 don't don't twist my words of what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying here is they are making you guys gardeners in a freaking war. Um, you know what's funny is I was on a podcast last week and I told her I said you know um, social media has now found a unique way to uh, it's catered to women, whether it's to make women happy or to piss women off. <laughs> um, and I had to explain that. You know what I'm saying? It's funny when you go on certain spaces, women will make you explain exactly what you're talking about. And I'm cool with that. Speaking of the devil, Speaking Jamar, of, uh, the, I be throwing Jamar under the bus. We should, we should bring him on camera and say, I can know who, who we throw up, who Gavin throws up under the bus all the time. Every day. Um, <laughs> but, and I was telling her, I said, look, you know, she had me explain this. And I said, you know, Kevin Samuels, um, Andrew Tate, um, all the ghetto stuff that we see on TV is to piss black women off or get their emotions high. Yep. I don't believe this thing a black uh soft life black man is by mistake. No. Um and I do think and I have something deeper I want to say. But it's a black man's space. We safe in here. I do believe it's so that women can take over certain things and to devalue men. Because, Absolutely. You know, I think women really I think I don't think all women. I First of all, I'm getting tired of y'all calling me misogynistic. I believe women are misogynistic as well. They just don't want to tell you about it until they by themselves. and You're not recording it. Um, I believe there is a, a section of women who really think having a beta male is the way to go. And why? And, you know, men, when we go around, we say, oh, bro might be a beta male. We don't necessarily look down on him. We do might want to question why he ain't in charge on certain things, but whatever. Um, I do believe certain women think, like, if we can get men to do this and just pay for shit, Dollar in a bucket, um, we'll be good. They, they're not happy with those men, though. Like we see it over Duh. and over and over and over again. So, what a man just ain't on Facebook. So, so, so the ideal of of you know being this 
go along to get along guy is going to work for you. It's not going to work. And what's on, the, there's one thing that's going to work in our community, and that's that's becoming more masculine as men, but also understanding what that masculinity is for for the most of the, for the most part of what we understand masculinity to be is what we have learned from being in the United States of America, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not what masculinity is. Right? Masculinity is care, grace, and mercy, right? I cannot mm-hmm. express, those, express those things enough. Right? You have to care. You have to be kind. You have to be nice, right? Like this is the, the way that you want your creator to treat you is how you have to treat the world, right? Facts. You know, you have to have <clears throat> grace, right? That means that when, some, when someone trespasses, right, you don't feel the need to immediately punish them. You're like, you know Shout what? Out to the baby. You got you got to under you got to <laughs> understand that you know like, yo, I can see what's going on in their world, right? Imagine having so much emotional latitude that when someone does something, you understand why they're doing it. They don't mm. even know why they're doing it. Empathy. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, we got to understand that that mercy, that grace, that mercy, that care, these Facts. are the tenets of masculinity, right? Like you want to be like your creator. You don't it's not starting a fight. It's not telling the chick what to do. It's not, you know, running through a bunch of women. That's human, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Your God-like ability, man, is to, ha- you know, provide grace, mercy, and care. And as a man, that's your masculine duty, right? I don't, I'm not here to tell women what their feminine duty is. Y'all y'all need to go listen to uh, Sister Ali for that or or, or your, your grandma that actually has some sense. Did she, though? She ain't finished the sixth grade. Who? Our grandmas. Yo, they had common sense, though. <laughs> they had, like, <laughs> like, you, you, like, you know the definition of stupid? The, the, the definition of stupid is either the lack of intelligence or the lack of common sense. Mm. It's a literal definition of stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, all right, so shout out to the Black Fathers group on Facebook. Um, we got a question uh, sent to us. Shout out to Marcus. He posted that. He posted this questionnaire. Um, I asked him, could we read it on air and give an answer? Why? Because I know what Mike is going to do with Mike. Now, no <laughs> dollars have to go into the cussing dryer because I think I know what Mike is going to go with this, but mm, why not? <laughs> um, all right, Marcus says, I'm 46 with three children, a 17-year-old twin boy, a boy and a girl, excuse me, and I have a 7-year-old daughter, all by different mothers. Mm. No longer with exactly three kids, three baby moms. I'm, I mean, two baby moms, I'm out. Like, but whatever. It's cool. No longer with either of the women, but I think about having another child often. Is it crazy to think I should get another woman pregnant by he messed that up? He said, because I do not enjoy the idea of being in a relationship at all with the first two for what they put me through. Now, this post got 173 comments. Um, I did not save any of them because I knew none of them was going to be what you get here. All right, Mike. <laughs> he 46. 46, three kids, three baby mamas. Two baby mamas. Two baby mamas, and he wants a third baby mama. What's your advice to Marcus? Get a vasectomy. Get a before vasectomy. or after the, he get another woman pregnant? No, no, way before. Like, way, <laughs> way, way, way. No no, no more kids for you. What's his name, Marcus? Marcus. Yeah. Why Marcus can't have no more no, kids? No more, no, no more kids for you, man. We have to stop. We, we got to get away. See, the reason why Marcus want to have kids is because in our community right now, we fully accepted bastard culture. Like, we have. And and the problem is that we don't understand. Like, see, we look at ourselves, right? What well, Marcus is saying, how it makes him feel. Marcus isn't considering how that child is going to grow up, right? How that child is going to feel not seeing their dad every day. How that child is going to feel if dad is at their half sister, half brother's birthday party, but doesn't show up for his birthday party for valid reasons, right? Not mm. even invalid reasons, right? <clears throat> he could be out of the country. He could be incapacitated. He could be sick, right? But you went to little Billy's, you know. Birthday party, right? He's what he's not. What he's not considering is, you know, the emotional toll when women do not have help around the house. How snipe they are, right? How snippy mm. they get, mm-hmm. and how you know, as men, we have to learn how to walk around on eggshells. Well, imagine being a child in that household where a woman is tired all the time, and and how to grow up in that household where you can't ask for something that you may need because mommy is too tired, right? Mm-hmm. So no, right? Like no, this this embracing of bastard culture. I told y'all, I'm always gonna be against it. I'm gonna rail against it. You can't. There is not one metric or number that you can show me that it is good. And I get that men participate in it, like Marcus, right? Marcus. And we geez. got and, and 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 this type of behavior, we do have to eschew it from our community. Now, I think it's too late for Marcus. No, I think it's too late for our community. 
Oh, and I think it's time right now for our community to decide to retribalize between <laughs> the traditionals and the non-traditionals, right? Nobody's wrong. You just get to do what you want to do now. I'm not <laughs> saying any side is wrong. But once you once you tribalize, you know, one of the things about a tribe is you're not you're not allowed to intermarry within tribes. Mm. You got to stick with your tribe. That's in the Bible too. Yeah, so so I think <laughs> I think that we got to I think it's time for us to go ahead and retribalize. And you know, and, and I cuz I'm from the traditional tribe I look at Marcus and I say, I don't believe in what you're doing is right. I believe I have valid reasons to believe that what you're doing is not right. But Marcus can do what he want to do, and I, I don't think that Marcus should be discriminated against, right? But what I will say is that I don't want my children to marry Marcus's children. <laughs> and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm saying that like you are here, and I don't think this is appropriate. I think that I should be able to stick with what I believe is appropriate. I'm not saying that you got to change your life. Nothing is funnier than when, like, like since I didn't have my kid, it, I be meeting, like, it sounds so bad. It has nothing to do with the kids. But, like, I be meeting, like, other young girls that's his age, and I be meeting their parents, and I'm like, yo, I hope my son don't end up with your old daughter. Yeah, I mean. Because of you. <laughs> Not because of your daughter. Exactly, right? Young. Because we already know what that influence is going to be. And, I, I honestly, again, I just think it's time to retribalize. I, you could you could say whatever you want to say about that, but I, I think that if people want to be traditional and raise traditional nuclear black families, that why are we being ashamed about that? Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why we got to tiptoe around the fact that we want to, we think that this is better and we want to do better. If you think having babies out of wedlock is better and you want to do that, go do it. Go do it. <laughs> if you well, think, if you think well, it's if you better. Go on Facebook, all the girls is letting you know that's what they want. Some of them. No, no, no. But, 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 but 10 years later, they're all exhausted. They're all wore out. You know, when, they, when, these, when these little boys turn 11, 12 years old, they get sent back to their daddy's house. When the little girls get 15, 16, 17 years old, they get sent back to their daddy's house. Like, we already know that this. I didn't curse. It doesn't work. We already know this. All right, Marcus, I'm a, I'm a lot younger than you, Marcus. I'm younger than uh, Mike. Bro, you got to stop. Like, this is embarrassing. Some of the stuff we get in this group, and I understand it's a safe space for men, so I don't want to do that. But It's not an attack. It's, it's not, it's an, not attack, an attack. But, 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 he, but he asked for an opinion. He did. And, but and that's the opinion. Bro, it's embarrassing that you're 46, and you want to be, I don't know, 63 at your kid's graduation. Well, I think that's disrespectful. Well, I mean, I'm probably going to be 63 at my kid's graduation. Not at high school. You're going to be close, but you ain't going to be there. I mean, I'm probably going to have more kids. Hey, you know, hey, you know what? We got. Oh gosh. You know what? We're gonna we got, we're gonna play the voice note at the end, and you gonna you'll clip it with the first. Part. Yeah, yeah, so, I got you. Yeah. But I'm not, and that is probably why. And I look at <laughs> look, I look at this and I go, Yo, Marcus, that's that's not cool. Then I look at it, it's like, bro, you already saying that, yo, I've had children with two women and they didn't make the cut. So I think I want to go out there, bro. Just like how we did with Kim K, just like how we doing with J Lo. With yo, maybe it ain't the people that you dating, bro. Yeah, I mean, maybe it it's you. Goes back to goes back to what we said, you know, at the beginning of the, the pod, man. Mate selection. Yeah, like I mean, mate selection. <laughs> and um, I, I I'll give you one. Uh, I, I was talking to this dude last week in one of the groups, and he got he got a little upset with me. Shout out. And uh, one of the things, you know, that's why I told him I was like, yo, like too many of y'all boys got your got your granddaddy's last name, right? <laughs> and I was like that. A lot of that becomes the, the the problem, and again, I think a lot of our behaviors is because you know we're not spending time with with the person that probably should be the first or second most important person to us, right? Like that, the the most important person to you should be your mom or your dad, and the second most important person to you should be your mom or your dad, mm-hmm. right? Like that that should be how you grow up. Um, if you don't grow up in that environment. I, I think that's why a lot of people are saying it's like, yo, I'm, you know, I got trauma. I'm dealing with trauma. We, I don't think you have to grow up with trauma. I think, I think a trauma-free life can happen. Uh, I think so, <laughs> but if you get on Facebook, it's not cool to live a trauma-free life. Yeah, but but I think again, I think that a lot of us got to. We need to. They should never gave us the internet. Yeah, I think we need to step back. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think a lot of us that are good need to step back and just understand that social media is a toxic pool. Well, I think, okay, <clears throat> before we hop out of here, I do believe, um, going back to that podcast I was on, man, it, it's going to be good. I got to let everybody know when I was on there. Um, I told her, 
you know, there's this narrative that men ain't nothing and, and black men ain't no good. They not good fathers, whatever, whatever. Right. And I told her, I said that narrative, while it's not true, lives so hard because the women who have time for that are on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, sharing that. The women who actually enjoy their man, enjoy their great father at home, which is a large percentage, they not on Facebook. Or they just laughing at the rest of y'all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, bro, I look at it as like, did, did I deal with certain traumas growing up? Absolutely. But then that it gets to a point where you got to say, yo, do I, who cares, one, and do I want to continue living that life? So can you live a trauma-free lifestyle? Absolutely. But social media is a toxic pool, and we need that because yeah. it keeps people on these apps longer. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it, yeah, negative engagement. Keep it real, like, look, the reason why controversy keeps you on these apps longer so they understand that and they keep pushing it to they you. Heat, yeah, they heat the controversy. And it's like um, I responded on like under one of the YouTubes with, mm-hmm. from the Black Dad Club, and I was just like, I put it right here, statistically – Black men are better dads in and out of the home. And uh, L. Woods responded. And here's the thing about L. Woods. I think L. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a man. And I don't think it's a white woman. And I'm just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> and it said, "LOL, yeah, that's why your communities are so safe and productive." I think. I think. I think it's one of these pink pillars. And then, and my, and my response was really not hard if you care to understand the studies. Poverty and substance abuse are the underlying factors of criminality right that's mm-hmm. why it's not it's not black men it's poverty and substance abuse i was like but we'll get it together and i really really do feel that way about Thanks. the black community now i do think we're gonna have to fragment this thing because again i think <laughs> the traditionals and the non-traditionals are just too far apart now but we do have to get back into our homes we do have to start being more gentler and kinder and nicer and grace mercy and care right and we do have to get better at mate selection mm-hmm. if we do those things, we, we, we're we good here. We're good here. Now, if we don't do those things, we're going to go back to the video of old girl at the beginning, right? Absolutely. All right. So. Play this. Let's, let's, let's play it. This is, this, is what, this is what my friend said. Turn it up. Oh, hold on, hold on. See, this is Mike's fault. Well, normally you're, you're messing it up. That is fair. Remember we were playing like DJ Khaled, like for every video I need to play online. It was every, it was like ten episodes straight. So I was like, one day I'm gonna get this straight. God, why can't I play this? You can't. I can hear it. It was just a little low. That's all. You ain't got speakerphone. I'm at Try this. See if it works this time. On you. All right, all right, all right. Let's see here. Let's see here. I'll let you know if it comes through. It should. All right. K, all right. K, hear it. Push play. All right. Thank goodness this is at the end. Well, mm-hmm. you hear it? I just want all to right. say this. This woman is real. <laughs> they are here, out there. This kind of. Now, my, y'all don't even know what this said yet, so I'm just playing it. They're okay with having more than one wife, two, three, four wives. They're cool with having and four wives. Actually, go out there. And choose for their men a wife. Damn. See, I don't even know what they said. Together, I tr- they I paraphrase. In the same place, maybe different apartments in the same building. Damn. This kind of stuff. And there is some kind of men who are not, women I mean, who are not uh, like willingly accepting it, accepting this more than one wife. Okay. They have no choice. You're still going. So they play it cool. They play it cool. Now, I guess. Still going? Yeah. If you ask about my opinion. She giving her opinion? Uh-oh. Good men. <laughs> oh. She is a little bit of a feminist. And they treat her very good. <laughs> and they had a conversation. She like a, okay she like a kind of Eastern feminist. Different from Western Deserve feminist. it. She said good men deserve this. Woo! All right, all right, all right. Woo, this, all right, this, this was her comment. Um, and I'm just giving this to Mike because if you heard it on the podcast, you heard it. Um, her thing was she was saying that in her culture, country, um, good men. So Jamar is here, and we, we <laughs> threw Jamar under the bus earlier. So Not we. Me. <laughs> I always throw Jamar under the bus, but he popped in today <laughs> randomly. Um, I ain't seen Jamar in like six months. So uh, I guess all that throwing him under the bus caught up. 
Um, I was telling them how me and you had a conversation one time, and I was like, yo, what do good men get? Oh, ah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. that conversation. Yeah. So Mike said, good men get nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. And so um, You get none of the bad consequences. That's what you get. And so Mike had a young lady who we called earlier, and, you know, she's in the Middle East. Yes. Her uh, internet wasn't all that strong, so we couldn't hear her. So she sent us a voicemail. She said voice in her note. coach, a voice uh, note, yeah. in her country – um, good men get multiple wives. <laughs> so, and so what she was saying in that voice memo was, yo, some wives, some men have two, three, or four wives. They don't necessarily have to stay with him. And sometimes if he's so good, this is her words, y'all heard it, not mine. Um, the women will go out and find him another wife because he is just so good at what he does. Now, that shit is amazing to me. I will throw a dollar into the glass jar. Uh, um, that's what was said. Now, that so and that was that was in reference to the video that we played in the beginning because we was like, "Are we being trolled?" Yeah, and that's and she was like, "Nah, you're not. You're not being trolled." Mm, I just think it's amazing. Um, what you got going on this weekend? Hey, y'all beat the Cowboys. Hand class for that. We needed that. Bang bang, not a game. Uh, I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we did not look good. So yeah, y'all look. Philadelphia bad. did look good. Yeah, I don't know if Philadelphia. I didn't watch a lot of. Football but I trust my boys, though. I trust. I, I trust my boys. Hey, they keep letting look, man. They keep letting y'all down, lifting y'all up to let y'all down. But I got faith in y'all. Hey, man, we got this. Absolutely. Um, look, I want to thank everybody for listening. Please be sure to send this to one woman, one person that attended the HBCU, um, one person you love throwing under the bus, and then a dad. Yeah, yeah. People. Hey, hey, get. It. It's gotta be it's gotta be audience participation this year. We gotta get ten thousand subs. Facts. So y'all gotta do it. Y'all gotta y'all gotta get behind us, rally behind us. Appreciate y'all so much. And we having a live event on June tenth. Um, I gotta tell Mike about it so Mike knows nothing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's news to me. Yeah, June tenth. June tenth live event. Hey, February twelfth though. We we should be live on um, Twitter Spaces, YouTube, mm-hmm. and Instagram. We're gonna Instagram. be live because we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have our partner pod. Pop in on us to own that day. Absolutely. Look, we want to thank y'all for tuning in, and we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. Jamar. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. <laughs> Stop playing with my name. Stop playing with my name. <laughs>